You're listening to the Faith Roots Audio Podcast with Pastor Willie George. You can watch the full video version of this episode and join the conversation with your comments on the Faith Roots YouTube channel. Simply search Faith Roots on YouTube and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Now, here's Pastor Willie George with today's message. Hello, I'm Willie George. Welcome to this edition of the Faith Roots Podcast. We're talking about praying in the Spirit. And uh, we're in episode 19 already. It's amazing to me how fast this has gone by. Uh, John chapter 7, verse 38, Amplified Bible. He that believes on me, as the scripture has said, out of his innermost being, springs and rivers of living water shall flow. Now, where do we look at those rivers? Is there anything in the Old Testament that symbolizes these rivers? And the answer is absolutely. And we can see them in the book of Genesis chapter 2. I want to read to you again in Genesis chapter 2 about these rivers where they appear. And it says in verse 10, Now a river went out of Eden to water the garden, being the garden of Eden, and there it parted and it became four river heads. The name of the first is Pishon. That means to be made fat, to grow fat. It is the one which skirts the whole land of Havilah where there is gold. The gold of that land is good. Bdellium and the onyx stone are there. So this corresponds to the river of edification. We are edified, we're made fat, we're made very healthy so that we can minister to others. All right, here is verse 13. The name of the second river is Gihon. It is the one which goes around the whole land of Cush. And the word Gihon, Hebrew, means to labor, to bring forth. It's very symbolic of the river of revelation. So the Holy Spirit refreshes and edifies and he also reveals things. And we see that in the scripture, that that's one of the things that he does for us. He reveals to us the word of God. The name of the third river is Hittichel. Now the Hittichel River is the Tigris River, but the word Hittichel means active, vehement, rapid. And that is very descriptive of the Tigris River. The Tigris was not as deep as the Euphrates. Now, if, if you were to go across the uh, Mississippi River, which is very deep, uh, the, the flow is not as perceptible as, say, the Arkansas River in the mountains of Colorado. You go to the Arkansas River in the mountains of Colorado, and, and the, the flow is very perceptible. But the reason for that is that the river's very shallow, and it's very difficult to walk across because of the shallowness of the river. The flow is much more pronounced, to say, as opposed to the Mississippi. Now, you couldn't walk across the Mississippi at all, but the volume of water is so much greater in the Mississippi, but, but it doesn't have that violence about it, yet the Arkansas does. That's a picture of the Tigris River. It hearkens to the power of God. God manifests his power. So we have the flow of, of edification or refreshing. We have the flow of revelation. And the third flow, Hittichel, means vehement. And it has to do with the power of God. Uh, it is the river of power. Jesus promised power to the people who were filled with the Holy Spirit who followed him. Acts chapter 1, verse 8, he said this, But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. Now that word power is the Greek word dunamis, and it is the word from which Alfred Nobel 
coined the word dynamite when he was looking for a word to uh, describe his new explosive invention. And uh, this word is, is, a, is an inherent power, a power that, that breaks things apart, changes uh, the nature of things. Uh, Jesus' ministry came from this. You know, when, when I was a, a new believer, I didn't know anything about Jesus, and I didn't know anything about the nature of his ministry. I just assumed that Jesus did anything he wanted to do because he was the Son of God. And uh, I was shocked that Jesus did a first miracle in John 2 when he turned water into wine. I, I did not know that he spent 30 years of his life doing nothing at all miraculous. He had a miraculous birth, but, but he personally didn't do anything miraculous. The first miracle that he did came only after he was baptized in the Jordan River and only after the Holy Spirit came on him and only after he received this dunamis power. In fact, John the Baptist said, that he had the Spirit without measure. Now, we have the Holy Spirit today, but not like Jesus did. He had the Spirit without measure. All of the anointing there was to have was on Jesus, everything. And so the Bible talks about Jesus, and it says this, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. The word power here is dunamis. Who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. Now, this is important because there were some prophets in the Old Testament who were anointed with the Holy Spirit, but they weren't anointed with power. Now, here's what that means they didn't do miracles. John the Baptist himself did no miracles. So he was anointed with the Holy Spirit, but not with the power of God. The power of God is a supernatural energy to do miracles, and that's what Jesus had. So let me read this again. Acts 10, 38, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. So uh, it is power that gave Jesus the ability to do these miracles. He laid down his Son of God power, not his identity, not his essence, not who he was. He is all God. He's still Son of God. But the powers of being Son of God, that's what he laid down. And he was reinvigorated with power by the Holy Spirit at age 30 and then released with amazing power to go work miracles. Because he is showing us how to do this. And, and we are to follow in his steps. It, uh, we couldn't follow in his steps if all of his miracles were done simply because he was son of God. He was son of God all right, but he emptied himself according to the book of Philippians chapter 2, which means he laid aside the God-like powers and he was empowered by the Holy Spirit to do the miracles that he did. Now, these powers are called over and again dunamis and it appears translated in many different ways. I, I, I want to uh, look at Luke's gospel chapter 8 and um, I want you to see the word dunamis here. Uh, Luke eight forty three. Now a woman having a flow of blood for 12 years who had spent all her livelihood on physicians, could not be healed by any, came from behind and touched the border of his garment. She touched the little uh, uh, bottom, the border, uh, the little uh, tassel on the prayer shawl. And immediately her flow of blood stopped. And Jesus said, who touched me? And when all denied it, Peter and those with him said, Master, the multitudes throng and press you. And you say, who touched me? 
But Jesus said, Somebody touched me, for I perceived power going out from me. King James says virtue. Uh, This is New King James. It says power. It is the Greek word dunamis. It's translated virtue. It's translated miracle. It's translated power. And so Jesus said that this power went out of me, and that is what healed the woman. And that agrees with what we see in uh, Acts chapter 10, verse 38. God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. Now, when we pray in the Holy Spirit, one of the things that we stir up as needed would be gifts of power. Some people have special anointings to have those gifts of power a lot. Let me tell you what those gifts are. They are the working of miracles, the gifts of healings, and the gift of faith. Now the gift of faith is different than the others. It receives a miracle. Daniel had the gift of faith in the lion's den. He received a miracle. Samson had working of miracles. He would have killed the lions with bare hands. Daniel received a miracle by being passive in the bottom of the lion's den, and uh, he was protected uh, supernaturally. So there you see the difference in these gifts. But they all do something amazing. There was a power present even on Daniel. Even though he didn't work a miracle, he received an amazing miracle. Maybe dealt with more lions than what Samson dealt with. And it would have been a more appropriate miracle at the time because Samson, had he killed one line, it would have been one right after the other, after the other, after the other. And uh, uh, so how many would he have killed? There were a lot of lines in that lion's den. So the gift of faith for Daniel was probably a more appropriate manifestation of the Spirit than what Samson would have received there. But they were anointed in different ways. And that's the wonderful thing about the Lord. He anoints people as they need to be anointed to carry out the peculiar assignments that they have. And so we have access to the power of God. So this is the spirit that has been given to us, the spirit of power. Listen to 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. We've talked about this already in this series. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power. Again, it's the word dunamis. So the dunamis has been given to us, and it's on tap for us as we need this. And uh, it is an amazing thing when God's dunamis works through us. And a lot of times it works through you and you don't even realize it, it happens. My wife and I have prayed for people, and, I, and I've noticed this about her, uh, that when she prays for people, there will be some instant healings. And at the moment that we pray, we don't say a thing, and we don't make a big fuss over it. It's only later uh, the people will write us and say, instantly, I went away from there uh, completely well. And I will say that was probably my wife because she seems to have that a lot more than I do. And uh, so, so God uses different ones of us in different ways. And so don't be surprised if he doesn't use you in one of these amazing, powerful ways because he wants to. That's all the time we have for today. We'll pick up here tomorrow. We hope this message has been a blessing to you. Ratings and reviews help us reach more people. So take a moment to leave a review on your podcast app and consider sharing an episode with a friend or family member that needs to be built up and encouraged in the Lord today. Thank you for listening.